for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink and black. Snooker, loopy, nuts are we. We're all snooker, loopy. Cheers, guys. Snooker Loopy Podcast, we are back. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Tom Mayhew, and I'm here with my very, very good friend. Oh, crap, can't think of a name. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, Rob Walker makes it look so easy, but he knows he knows what name it's going to be. I'm here with my very, very good friend. It's the Hawk, Joe Hannard. Good afternoon, Hazel. Good afternoon, everybody at home. <laughs> Which uh, is something we've become very accustomed to hearing over the last week or so with the UK Championship. In fact, the very first two lines of commentary was, Good afternoon, Hazel. Good afternoon, everybody at home. I think he should get T-shirts with that made up or something. Like... <laughs> well, if not, we should. Do you reckon he ever phones Hazel up just to say, Good night, Hazel, and just hangs up? <laughs> Yeah, I think he FaceTimes her at <laughs> half eleven at night after Snooker Extra. Oh, there, and, there uh, is there is Hazel getting ready for bed <laughs> with her hot cocoa. There's there's Hazel. <laughs> I mean, before the UK Championship, Joe, because this is the first sort of regular podcast since here, and we have the the final of the nine hundred. <laughs> yeah. The main highlight for me was the fact that Lee the shirt Richardson was dressed like some sort of bald ostrich? Yeah, well, I mean, I, Lee, Lee the plonker, um, <laughs> I think it was, not not Lee the shirt. Um, yeah, it, I just don't know what he was thinking, really, if I'm honest. Would you not dress like that? Um, you know what? No. <laughs> I am shocked, Joe. I thought that was right up your street. But he kind of suits it. He kind of suits it. I mean, his beautifully shaped moustache and goatee mm. sort of go with the the aesthetic. Do you know, Joe, I looked up Lee Richardson. Oh, God. And um, and what did you find? I'm a bit worried here. He's on Twitter. <laughs> and how do you want to guess how many followers he's got? 147. Oh, you're so close. He's just up, just a, just a bit higher. 157. No, he's got 181 Twitter followers. So, um, oh wow, he's the only man possibly in the world who's got more shirts than Twitter followers. Yes, yeah, quite quite possibly. I mean, I also think that that is the case for a few of the characters we've met over the years, Tom. But I'm, I'm not going to say any more. I'm not going to name names, of course. <laughs> But everyone should follow Lee Richardson. Let's get him to a thousand. A thousand? We might be lucky to get him to 182. I mean, he needs at least 900, surely, you know. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But we then had the UK Championship, Joe, and of course Mm. we we both made our predictions. Um, I'll just quickly get the... The predictions up to see how we how we did. So I was ranked 108, Joe. I got a score of 47. 47 to beat. Uh, let's just scroll through and see where Joe is. He's not on the first page. He's not on the. Ah, oh, here you are, Joe. Uh, out of 625 entries, you were number 622. 
I have to say it was probably the the worst ever predictions I've I've done. I, I pride myself on decent predictions usually, but that <laughs> that was a shocker, and it was all caused by me not backing Ronnie really. Yeah, and yep. that that shows what happens when you don't back Ronnie. You got it? you got punished, mate. You're... What, what what is it they said? He was like, "Don't ever doubt me" or whatever. Uh, yep. I mean, strangely, uh, considering he's your favourite player, I think your Ronnie impression is the worst one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I've not not done the Ronnie one too many times. But you're below uh, people such as Nelly Andrews, who thought Ali Carter was going to win. You're below that person. Oh, bloody Nelly. Eight points. I honestly don't know how I've done so badly. I really don't. Because actually, if you look at my first rounds, I I predicted six of the first round matches correctly. Um, The problem was, after that, only Mark Williams won in the next round. (laughs) And that was it. Every other match that I predicted was wrong after that. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, I picked Barry Hawkins to win, didn't I? So you know, I look just as silly as um, as the Ali Carter fans out there. But I thought you were going to say you look just as silly as Lee the Shirt Richardson. Well, I don't think it's quite got that bad yet. <laughs> it's it's going that way. Did you see the uh, the ding against Mark Williams match? That was one of the ones I didn't watch actually, but I, I, well, I did. I watched it up to five five, and I was watching it, but I did fall asleep watching it, unfortunately. So <laughs> I woke up, I woke up, uh, you know, at about um, <laughs> half twelve with me me headphones in, and I'm just saying the stream has ended, and I was thinking, what's happened here? Um, <laughs> so I scrolled back and and seen that ding one, and I was like, damn, I, I would have loved Mark Williams to go on, but. It was nice to see Ding uh, playing well and and actually showing that he does care about the sport, which uh, I'm not sure we've seen that from him for many, many years. I like the idea of you falling asleep and Dennis going, oh, there is Joe. He's uh, falling asleep in his seat there. Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, he's gone Texan. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Wild West, Dennis. Yeehaw. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yeehaw, Hazel. <laughs> there we go, that'll be his new catchphrase. Yeehaw, Hazel. Yeehaw. Because I remember having to head off to Canada and play in the Canadian Open in 1974, I think it was. And I'd met our good friend uh, Cliff Thorburn. I played him in the World Championship in 1972-73 season. And I was managing a snooker club and headed off to Toronto at 200 pounds in the bank, two children, and had to pay my own expenses to go there. And that's how my career started. Well, shall we, Joe? Because the next event literally is tomorrow. In a way, it's part of the Triple Crown. <laughs> triple Crown of Mickey Mouse, I think. <laughs> it's everyone's favourite Mickey Mouse tournament. It's the snooker shootout. And what we did... For the shootout, I think it was this year. Was it January? Yes, I've got I've got the spreadsheet up, Tom, already. Lovely, because what what we did is I think we picked eight players each, didn't we? Yes, yes. So just to remind people, uh, Tom went for Craig Stedman, Mark King, uh, Dechawak <laughs> Pumjang, Rian Evans, Dominic Dale, uh, Jensen Kendrick, Mohammed Ibrahim, and Ding. 
um, and scored a grand total of 20 points. And we were we were ranking it on you got one point if they got through one match, then it doubled mm-hmm. each time. So t- so two points if they got through two matches and then four and then eight and so on and so on. So, yeah, very, very interesting. Um, he got 20 points. I beat him, though, with 30. Um, and I did give Graham Dot minus 10. I don't know why Graham Dot got uh, minus 10. No idea why Graham Dot got that. But uh, Julian Leclerc uh, was the one that carried me all the way. He got to the final, of course. So I got 28 points from him. As the winner, you can go first. Well, I'm I'm going to be kind, Tom, and I'm going to actually concede my go to you. I, I think you should start us off. We go with the ABBA format, so you start and then I get two, and then you get two, and so on and so on. Uh, someone's got to pick him. I may as well pick him. Podcast legend Stuart Bingham. So you've gone for Bingham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a, a, a wise choice, I think. Good one. Uh, I'm going to go for fellow uh, podcast hero and uh, go for David Lilly. Hey! The Tyneside Sausage himself. <laughs> and uh, speaking of sausages, I'm going to go for Stephen Hallworth as oh, my second you've, pick. You've got the two. The, the Lincolnshire big... Sausage, of course. You've got all the heroes here. Lovely stuff. Well, hmm. Rory McLeod. Okay. And Rory Four. <laughs> Rory Four. Where's Rory Four? I wanted to choose two people called Rory. Where? Where's the other Rory? Who's he playing? He's playing David Gilbert, so someone oh called it a God. bad decision. I'm going to go four. I uh, need to start getting some... Actual players in here, I think. <laughs> wow, way to slag off the podcast legends. You know what? I'm going to go David Grace. Oh, David amazing, Grace. amazing David Grace. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Ken versus Matthew Stevens. It's a tough draw. Goodness me. Hmm. You know what? <laughs> I mean, Joe Murphy is playing Bulshu Ravesh from Hungary. And you just know that Murphy's going to lose that, don't you? <laughs> you just know it. But I'm going to back him. The magician's going to come through. I'm going to go for Barry Pinches. Oh, God. He's going to win it, mate. I believe. I believe. He might. He, hey, he's got as good a chance as anybody. Bulshu Ravesk. The guy who's playing against Who? Sean Murphy. Oh, right, him. Right, okay. Ravesh. Ravesh. For God's sake. Right. Yes. That's why I couldn't find Rory Thor. It's because um, <laughs> it's because his name's not actually Rory. What? It's it's Thor Chan Leong. But I chose him because he was called Rory. That's his nickname, Rory Thor. Oh, it lists him as Rory Four on snooker.org. Right, so that was your fifth pick. I'm going to go for Ben Mertens. Ben Mertens usually does well in this event. I'm going to go Robbie Williams, because I believe he's the one. (laughs) Uh, 
Beautiful work, mate. Beautiful. And, um, and what I love about his matches in the shootout is they always start singing angels <laughs> while he's playing. <laughs> yeah, he's playing Himanshu Jin in the first round. So mm, I'm going to go for <laughs> Zhao Gudong. Ooh. Good call. And Graham Dort. Graham Dort. Who's Graham Dort? Oh, Sean O'Sullivan. Sean the Storm. <laughs> um, oof. How many do we have left, by the way? I've lost count. So you've got one more pick. I've got... These are my final two. You know what? We were talking last time about how Ben Wollaston has just been in the rankings for a long time without doing anything. This could be his time to win a tournament. Because he's the sort of player that wins this, to be fair. <laughs> uh, I'm tempted to go for Pang Jung-soo, who's playing Chris Wakelin. I am going to go for Pang. My team is selected. My final pick will be Ahmed Ali El Sayed. Blue. Yellow. Oh, I thought I thought that was his nickname, and I just I just didn't know Blue. it. I was like, do they call him Blue for some reason? What, like for the the USA player. Yes. Yeah. My God. <laughs> Howdy! I'm here to play snooker. Well, that's that's your impression of Dennis as well, so... Howdy, I'm here to play snooker. That's what they'd call snooker, it. Snooker, snooker, snooker. All right, um, okay. Recap of the teams then. So I have gone for David Lilly, uh, Stephen Hallworth, David Grace, Sean Murphy, Ben Mertens, Robbie Williams, Ben Wollaston and Pang Jung-soo. And Tom has gone for Stuart Bingham, Rory McLeod, Thor, um, Pinches, <laughs> Barry Pinches, uh, Ravish, Zhao Gudong, Grim Dot, and Al Sayed. Howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. I'm here for the snooker shootout. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, just, he turns up with a gun, just shoots someone and gets chucked out. Yes. There's some quite interesting matches in there. I mean, we've got Anthony Hamilton playing Mink. Um, we've got Matthew Selt playing uh, Mark Williams. Obviously, the aforementioned Ken Doherty versus uh, Matthew Stevens. Uh, Jimmy White's in the draw. Dominic Dale is playing Fan Zhengji. There's just quite a few good matches in there. Um, I feel like the lineup is pretty decent as, as shootouts go. So, uh, we'll definitely be interesting to see. How how people get on? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't go Elliot Slesser. Got to be honest. I well, I, I mean, I was tempted. I think him and Dominic Dale. I'm going to regret not choosing them. To be honest, I was very aware. I don't want the podcast to just end up being us saying the same names all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We no, don't want absolutely. people to go. Oh yeah, that's that Stuart Bingham and Dominic Dale tribute podcast. That's not yeah. what. <laughs> Even though the first person you went for was Stuart Bingham. <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, you know, he's got a good shot, I think. And I'd, I'd feel bad if we didn't choose him after all he's done for us. <laughs> well, exactly, with his uh, wonderful rendition of Snooker Lippy. Cheers, guys. Right, Joe, shall we cue the music? Oh, shall we? <laughs> and that is the kind of... Excitement that I'm, I'm, I'm 
this this always brings this excitement <laughs> to Joe. He just he loves. I this love feature. a bit of cue the music. I, I always worry what Tom's going to send me. To be fair, I think the last kind of handful really haven't been like properly released songs. They've been like either <laughs> memos, either people we've paid to sing songs, or they've been like. I think I had uh, Peter Devlin for a couple. Of course, Snooker Loopy is quite interesting because in 1986, that's when it was released. And it's quite notable for the fact that the player who won the World Championship that year wasn't even on the song because that was Joe Johnson, the big surprise winner who no one sort of saw coming. So then in 1986, Joe Johnson decided to release a song by himself. Wow. Joe, Joe the Shoe Johnson. Joe the Shoe Johnson. It's a cover of the song Everlasting Love. Oh, God. I've sent you the link, and I've sent you the Discogs page. If you just have a look at the the artwork before you listen, Joe. Oh, God, do I want to? Yeah, yeah, I think you do. (laughs) Uh, Classic Joe Johnson. He's there with his cue, doing a cheeky grin. He's got a a nice gold chain he seems Uh, to be wearing. Is that Terry Griffiths in the bottom left there? I don't know. I don't... (laughs) I don't know whether that's Terry Griffiths or just an 80s haircut, to be honest. Yes, yeah, well, yes. Yes. Oh, my God, there's a B-side to this. B-side is Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which I can't find online. But the only reason, Joe, that this song is uploaded to YouTube is because, having read the YouTube description, it was actually uploaded by, I think, his granddaughter or someone like that. Yeah. Elana Johnson, 1986 world champion, snooker player Joe Johnson's version of Everlasting Love includes Joe's snooker club crew, my baby sister, my cousins and me. Hope you enjoy. Brackets, my G-dad, by the way. So you were wrong. It's not a granddad. It's a G-dad. Her G-dad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. His family are proud of this, Joe. Um, are you excited to listen? I am, you know. I, 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 to be honest, I never thought I would hear Joe Johnson sing, so I'm, I'm intrigued more than anything. I never thought I'd hear most snooker world champions sing, but... <laughs> Too sure. But yeah, shall we play it now and have a listen? Let's go. Well, well, well. I wasn't expecting that, Tom. I really wasn't. <laughs> I have to say, I really wasn't expecting that. I, you know what? <laughs> it grew on me as the song went on. I feel ashamed to say it, but like at the start, because you could hear, you can hear it's Joe Johnson, and that just <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh early on in the song. But I, I think. What what didn't help the performance was the fact it was a dodgy rip of a vinyl 
So I think it sounded like he, he he was croaking, but actually it was just the disc jumping, I think. I don't think it was actually um him. And to be fair, once he got into the chorus, it 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 sounded good, to be fair. I thought anyway. Yeah, I mean I will say of the snooker players who released songs in the eighties, you know, the Dennis Taylor, Steve Davis, Alex Higgins, all those people. Joe Johnson can sing. It it's mm-hmm. it's it's it doesn't feel like a novelty record. It feels <laughs> like um Well, yeah. I mean it's an odd song choice, definitely, but it's not trying to be an original song, it's no, just him. No. No, I I mean it's obviously got nothing to do with snooker either. Everlasting blue ball. <laughs> Blue, <laughs> everlasting yellow. <laughs> better, better, better. Oh, Joe Johnson sings the songs of the shootout. I would buy that album. Well, that, that's coming out. Uh, it should be in stores for Christmas, actually. It's uh, <laughs> it's just going through printing now. All three copies, one for me, one for you, and one for Joe Johnson's granddaughter. <laughs> I mean, I'd be fascinated to know how many copies of this he sold. Yeah, oh well, it didn't yeah. chart. Oh, and there was oh, no well. copies on on Discogs at the moment. So Is there any on eBay? I will have to have a look, but that's that's <laughs> a trick. I, I don't know whether I should do that because if I see it on eBay and it's less than a fiver, I'm buying it. And uh... <laughs> well, we I think that would be worth it just for the somewhere over the rainbow. We need that for a future cue the music. Maybe I'll comment and ask if they've... Um, really, we need to track down Joe Johnson and go, Joe, do you fancy remastering it and re-releasing it? Is she not... Um, is it not just on our channel? Have you looked? No, yeah, I looked earlier and I couldn't find it, so maybe I'll... Yeah. I don't know if she'll reply to comments, but I, yeah. I can ask. <laughs> Do you have his live on the podcast? I mean, I mean, you click Do on a you, pro- you you click on a profile, and uh, her cover photo is just one massive eye. Like it's quite creepy, really. George Johnson CD snooker. I'm just having a look on. Um, <laughs> You're trying to track it down. Everlasting. Everlasting love. Oh, there's there's like a live video of it. Look at this. Look at this, Hazel. Great version of the song, Joe Boy. Best version of this song. Glad he chose snooker. <laughs> made in Japan. That that's the name of his group. But but they're not made in Japan. <laughs> Unless Joe Johnson was conceived in Japan. Oh God. <laughs> that's something I didn't think I would be thinking about. Oh, she's loving it. Wait until about 35 seconds in, you got Deidre Barlow just absolutely <laughs> loving it. She's having the best day of her life. <laughs> oh, Deidre Barlow has made that for me. <laughs> that's uh... made me... Mentally, I've given it one extra point for my score because of Deidre Barlow. <laughs> so, Made in Japan, Everlasting Love. I wonder if it's on Spotify. I would be very surprised. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. No, that's not it. <gasps> oh, no, it's not. It's Everlasting Love Japanese version. Oh, 
I don't want the version that was literally made in Japan. I want the version <laughs> by the British <laughs> band who were called Made, made in, in Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah, funny. I will say, Joe. I think in almost a year of doing this podcast. This is the first one where live on the podcast you've searched for it on CD and tried to find it on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely true. Um, it's because I, I'm devoted to the cause and I want to find the B-side, Tom. That's what it's all about. <laughs> so, you know, there's future content in there. Well, I've left a comment on the YouTube channel. Yes. And I might tweet Joe Johnson. I don't even know if he uses Twitter. I presume not, really. Well, you could tweet Dave Hendon. He'll he'll respond. <laughs> okay, I'll tweet them both. <laughs> Great shootout coverage, guys. P.S. Has Joe Johnson got a CD version of Everlasting Love, and can we release it? <laughs> can we have it? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't need to be released. We just need it for one episode. At least it's on YouTube. It's forever on there. We might have to download the audio so it never never gets lost. God, I've never seen Joe so committed to preserving one of these songs, but... It just always makes me sad when there's one copy of it on YouTube. Uh, I don't know how you found this. I mean, this this is what baffles me about you, Tom, is that nobody has ever, ever watched that. It's got it's got about three thousand yes, views in ten they years. Were all his granddaughter. <laughs> she was just checking it was still there, and YouTube hadn't took it down for copyright. No, but someone said it was the best version ever. Uh, well, yes, Deidre Barlow loved it. Deary me. Well, <laughs> as a. Uh... I guess a rival to Snooker Loopy because he was not on the single. <laughs> the Joe Johnson Everlasting Love podcast is not a thing at the moment. Mm. Maybe Joe can do it and it can just be him giving sex tips. I don't really know. <laughs> yes. How <laughs> to? Well, yes. I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to go down that road. I'm afraid. It's all about getting a firm grip on your cue, Joe. Yeah, well, is that the key to everlasting love, is it? <laughs> and being in control of your Johnson. Oh, God. <laughs> Especially Joe's Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope his granddaughter's not listening to this. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry, sorry, granddaughter of Joe Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Eleanor Johnson, wasn't it? Was it something like that? But, Joe, what score... Would you give this song? I, I think you're going to go high. I'm going to go eight. What? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell after this podcast, Joe's going to spend hours going, how can I get a copy of this on my Spotify playlist? <laughs> oh, dear. No, I just I mean, thought, you know what? Like, once it got to the chorus, I was like, wow, this is just... This just sounds like the normal song, and I think that's the best compliment I can give it. I think I'd give it an eight as well. How did you find this? How did I find it? Yes. Well, I was I was looking for <laughs> videos of Joe Johnson making everlasting love to people. No. And uh... <laughs> no. How did you find it, Tom? I was I was I was literally trying to Google for more songs that were sung by snooker players. I was looking through. <laughs> Uh, discogs for different 
I typed in snooker and I clicked on artists and looked down at this big, massive list of like, you know, loads of names. Most of them weren't snooker players. It was just they had something about snooker in their description. And then I found Joe Johnson's name as an artist. And I was like, no way. Joe Johnson didn't release a song. And I clicked on it and I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Wow. I just think if we can get this on Spotify, Joe, this whole podcast will be worth it. Yes, yes. As long as we get the money from it, from how <laughs> successful it's going to be. I don't know how much you get for 3,000 Spotify streams these days. Well played, Joe Johnson. I was just thinking, the picture of him on the artwork could probably be cue the laughter for this week. It could well be. <laughs> Go on, what's cue the laughter this week then, Tom? How are you going to top that? Well, I don't know if I am, but what I have got is signed photos of snooker players. Four different photos by different players on eBay. And the first one's John Parrott, and I, it's weird. It's just, let me know what you think of this photo when it when it comes up, Joe. <laughs> Cheers, JP. Oh, my God. I want to know when that was taken. Because I don't think he's ever looked like that. I mean, he's posing like he's Darren Brown, isn't he? Yes. yes. Or Robbie Williams. (laughs) Or Darren Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie Brown. (laughs) But it says World Snooker on it, so it's clearly one they sent out to a lot of people. I just, yeah, I, I, I just don't remember him ever looking like that. But, what, young? Well, no, no, like, I've obviously seen videos of him when he was young, and I've seen him look like he does now for about 20 years, so I'm curious as to, to when he looked like this, but, um, yeah, it's quite creepy, really. I feel like I'm going to get that for Christmas now. No, no, Joe, no. Good. I've already bought Good. For our Christmas special, me and Joe are both spending... Up to £10 on each other on a piece of snooker merchandise. Yes, I'm glad I remembered that because I nearly spent £80 on one. Oh, Joe, if you want to do that, like, like, I'd be fascinated to see what you could spend £80 on. um, No. I've seen something and I can't can't remember what it was. Was it this signed picture of Steve Davis that I found? Oh, God. Oh God! I like how there's just like a, a, there's a, there's a picture of his crotch in one of the in one of the zoom ins. I think they're trying to get his signature in there, but really, <laughs> I hadn't noticed that, Joe, and now I can't stop looking at it. Well, that says more about you than anything else, Tom. No, but it's definitely poking out, right? (laughs) It's probably just the chalk in his pocket. (laughs) Is that what he calls it? (laughs) Don't get me started on him chalking its cue. (laughs) Hey, baby, I've chalked my cue. I'm ready to play. In my Neil Folds bedding set. (laughs) 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 
I wasn't expecting you to focus on that bit, but there we go, Joe. That's <laughs> it says that the condition is excellent and signed by Steve. So oh, well, we yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the next, the next one I've got is, is far less, far less accidentally lewd. So oh, go. oh, good, <laughs> crafty. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. With a Guinness, that's a cracker. This is the last one. <laughs> Why is he sat on the table? It's John Virgo, and he's doing what can only be described as come to bed eyes. Yeah, we haven't got any uh, any images of his crotch on the, this one, though, have we? So, but he's, there's a weird second picture of him here. He signed it at the 2023 World Championships. Ah. I mean, isn't that a bit weird to go, hey, John, here's a photo of you from about 40 years ago. Can you sign it? (laughs) Oh, yes, I remember that well. But there we go, Joe. If you had to buy one of those four, which one would you buy? And why is it Steve Davis's crotch? (laughs) Well, yeah, because you can't unsee it. (laughs) Once you've seen it, you, you can't unsee it. I might make a compilation of just it, the camera <laughs> zooming in on that image with the oh song dear. Everlasting Love in the background. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, Well, that's why Steve Davis lost to Joe Johnson in the 1986 <laughs> World Championship <laughs> final. Oh, it all suddenly is making sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There we go, Joe. Cue the laughter. Quite a simple one this week. It was just some funny photos. A very good one. Very good one. If you had to add a new sort of chant or crowd noise to the shootout, what would you want to add and why? So we have like yellow and blue, (laughs) blue, and they sing the Pink Panther theme tune. But it does mean at the moment. I don't think they have any for green. Yeah, or it's brown. good to touch the green, green grass of home. <laughs> yes, there that's go. good. That'd be really good. Oh, I knew you'd have something. <laughs> I pulled that from nowhere. Yeah, that was great. There you go. I loved it. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So that'll be fifty pound. Thanks for for singing for. 10 seconds of the podcast. Oh, hold on. If anyone is actually going to the shootout and could could, could get that started as a thing, please. So. <laughs> green, green grass of home. I'm going to bet Dominic Dare was sung that. I bet there's a video of him singing that somewhere. Did he not sing it? He he sung that at last year's shootout. I swear he did. He, oh, didn't we do it as cute? I think we did. <laughs> It all links together. There we go. There you go. The space sausage strikes again. <laughs> I never have wanted to make a film more now that I've got that title. The space sausage. <laughs> I think I know what the podcast title was going to be. <laughs> the space sausage <laughs> strikes again. <laughs> no, it's got to be George Johnson's everlasting love. It's got to be. <laughs> It's gotta be fair, fair enough, the mate, crotch no. of Steve Davis. <laughs> <laughs> if we if we want to blow all of our chances of ever being the official WST podcast, I think we've already blown it, Joe. Yeah, to be well, honest, so yes. Um, yes. but now we'll go with we'll go with Joe Johnson's everlasting love because hopefully someone will listen to it and, mm. and give it give him a new record deal. 
Yeah, and you know, get him back out there singing. I want to, I want to see him live. <laughs> Do you reckon he gets on the karaoke at the at the World Championship Ball? I would hope so. I would desperately. If he doesn't, then sort it out. <laughs> he needs to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a cracker. But what would be the ones? I mean, we may we may as well try and go through them because. What would be the ones for brown? My brown-eyed girl. Oh, they were str- Did you see just how quick Joe was then? Like, literally, I said the brown. I'll have a blue. <laughs> uh, now, for pink, I'm not sure. Other than you could have a pink song. That'd be good. Um, <laughs> no, I meant by pink. The, the artist, not... No, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I can't uh, can't think of one other than uh, the rainbow song, red and yellow and pink and green, <laughs> which I suppose would work quite well for Suke, but then it falls down when they're like purple and orange and blue. That's not even the order of the rainbow, that's... Uh, how shambolic that song song is, really. <laughs> I do love it when Joe does an additional cue the music at the end and goes, "Yeah, that that rainbow song, God, after crap." <laughs> yeah, all these five year olds singing it. Get a life, mate. I mean, they've got to call Blue Christmas, haven't they? When when were they, it's actually a Christmas tournament now. They've got to play on the Christmas theme. I really hope that Chris Wakeland comes out in a big red suit with a <laughs> with, with with big black shoes and a big sack on his back. <laughs> Come here, all snooker players. Here's your gift. It's it's, it's Father Chris Wakeland. Here he comes. <laughs> It works perfectly <laughs> Father Chris Wakelin. That's a cracker. <laughs> that is a cracker. Oh, man. What would be the Black Bull? That's the, that's the one we've not got, the Black Bull. Mm. I kind of mm. thought it was something by the darkness, but I don't know whether... I... Black and gold, black and gold. <laughs> oh, what a lovely throwback to about 2007, that is. <laughs> Oh, I'm full of them, full of them throwbacks. There we go. So we've got black and gold. We've got green, green grass of home, brown eyed girl, blue Christmas. Any song by Pink, apparently. The yellow submarine. <laughs> yellow submarine. You could have had yellow by Coldplay, but I, I think I prefer yeah. yellow submarine to be honest. <laughs> I just love the thought that that all because I feel like the crowd would as they're walking around to get there. They're all like, "We all live in a yellow submarine," <laughs> <laughs> and he's already potted the black by the time they've finished singing. Oh, is is Martin Martin Gold playing in it? He is, yeah. Because he's my favourite one. Because I always sing Gold. Always <laughs> believe in your soul. And he just... There was one year they sang that for like the fools like eight minutes when he was making the break and just kept going gold yeah. and he's just there potting <laughs> as if nothing's happening. <laughs> what all these people? Uh, just... he... <laughs> he's the sort of player that could go on and win the shootout, isn't he? Well, enjoy the shootout, everybody. Uh, we'll be back probably. The next one will be our Christmas special, Joe.
Yes, excited for that. And we'll obviously reveal uh, how we got on with our shootout of predictions. Hopefully I get more than six points or whatever I did and finished third bottom. It was eight points, mate. Don't put yourself down, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. And luckily, Joe, okay. it's just me and you doing this. So you'll only be second bottom. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> and that's if you win. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>